Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Some of the stuff that dad say is absolutely crazy. What you are about to see is bizarre, unsettling, and riveting. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're talking about the stuff we believed as kids that is just totally ridiculous looking back. But boy, did we take that stuff seriously. Now, you may remember that last season I did an episode on old wives' tales and home remedies. Old wives' tales are the stuff your parents would tell you to either get you to stop doing something or to maybe do something that you should do that they didn't have any other reason to tell you to do. Like, stop crossing your eyes. They'll get stuck that way. Don't make that face. It'll freeze that way. Those are the things that your parents would tell you that was based on that pseudoscience that mothers have that they would deploy to make you stop doing things or maybe do things just to get you to do them. That's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is the kid knowledge. This is the gospel according to kids. This is stuff that we came to believe, either from our siblings or our cousins or our classmates. It's stuff that we just knew because we knew. We were kids. We knew stuff. Until, of course, we learned we didn't actually know anything. Now, kid knowledge was stuff like, a blanket can protect you from anything. What do I mean by that? How many times did you hide under a blanket as a kid? Yeah, the blanket shielded you from everything. Monsters in the closet, intruders in the house, creatures in your nightmare. If you hid under your blanket, you knew you were safe. That's kid knowledge. You knew as a kid that the blankets were going to protect you from whatever. We knew that. Now, we all have a list of stuff like that. If we look back at the stuff that we used to believe, we'd go, (laughs) what the hell was wrong with me? And for this episode, that's exactly what I did. But I also wanted to research to see what other things were out there. And thank God I discovered I was not the only one who had these beliefs. I was not the only weird little kid out there who believed these things. There was a lot of kids who believed the same things that I believed. And I'm sure some of them are going to be familiar to you, too. But I also found a whole bunch of other weird beliefs out there that I didn't actually have, but looking back, they make sense. So I'm going to share those with you too. So I've got my beliefs. I've got the ones that I discovered. We're going to talk about all of those. And then at the end, I'm going to share the one universal belief that we knew as kids to be true. And as grown-ups, we knew, <laughs> oh no, it's not. But first, the weird stuff from my list. And this is one of the things that you came up with when you were playing with your friends I don't know who told us this. I'm not sure where it became common knowledge. But if you were playing house, and yeah, that's something we used to play. I don't know how many kids still play house. Pretend husband, pretend wife, pretend kids, pretend house in the suburbs with a white picket fence. All pretend. But we would play house. If you kissed your pretend wife, you're automatically married. Oh yeah, that was a thing. If you were playing house and you kissed whoever you were playing house with, you were married. That's it. We didn't have pretend divorces, so you had to be really careful. But that was a thing. Another one of the things, common kid knowledge. Sometimes mom would tell us this so we wouldn't swallow the seeds from the watermelon. But all kids knew if you swallowed the watermelon seed, you'd grow a watermelon in your stomach. But not only watermelon seeds. Oh no. If you happened to swallow an apple seed while you were eating an apple or an orange pit. Anything with a seed. Basically anything that could grow in the ground could grow in your stomach. So you had to be really, really careful when eating. No swallowing seeds. 
I mean, looking back, it makes no sense. I mean, your stomach chews up everything. But when you're five years old, be careful with those seeds. We also believed that the Santa at the mall or at the department store or at the office Christmas party where dad made you go. Yes, he always made me go. I never wanted to go. I always had to go. But that Santa, it was really one of Santa's helpers. It was one of Santa's elves. Santa would deploy this army of elves to visit the malls, to visit the department stores. Then that army of elves would bring their lists, compile them, and submit them to Santa so that he would have your list. Just in case he didn't get your letter, you always had the fallback of what you told Santa's helper in the mall. So, yes, every one of the department store Santas, an actual Santa's helper. We knew this. This was fact. Another fact of our lives, quicksand was everywhere. Oh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mentioned this in the Discord a few weeks ago. I had a huge fear of quicksand when I was growing up. It was everywhere. Lost in space, Tarzan, every jungle movie you ever saw, even some of the westerns. The hero, or perhaps the villain, would wind up in a pool of quicksand. And God knows you couldn't go in and save him because you'd get sucked under too. Your only hope? Either a low-hanging tree branch, a rope, or a long vine that just happened to be near the pit. And so I was always on the lookout for those quicksand pits. We had a house in the woods. I was always worried going back into the woods. There might be quicksand. So I always had my eyes open. You never knew. Turns out as an adult... Not so much quicksand. This next one almost goes without saying. I think everybody has always had the step on a crack, break your mother's back one. We didn't get that from mom, of course. We didn't get it from dad. That was just one of those kid-generated facts of life. Walking along the sidewalk, step on a crack, break your mother's back. And as I mentioned in the Discord, I was very, very careful. Yeah, there were times I was mad at mom, and yeah, I might step on a crack. And then I felt horribly guilty about it. I'd rush home to make sure she was okay. She always was. But yeah, that was kid fact right there. Another kid fact, there were sharks in the deep end of the swimming pool. It was really deep out there. You didn't know what was under that water. Never mind you could see from the edge. If you went into the deep end of the pool when you weren't supposed to, the sharks would get you. Oh yeah. Never mind that the sharks live in the salt water. Never mind it's a chlorinated pool. There were sharks in the deep end and we had to be careful. Why we accepted this, I have no idea. But I remember being afraid of the sharks in the deep end. I say that's kid knowledge. It could very well have been something my mother told me to keep me out of the deep end when I wasn't supposed to be there. But wherever that knowledge came from, sharks were in the deep end of the pool and we didn't go there. Now this one's a bit of a weird one. And it probably comes from the fact that I watched so much TV as a kid. But I always believed that the world before I was born was black and white. I mean, the only evidence that I had to the contrary was the movie The Wizard of Oz, because everything else that I ever saw on television, all of the pictures that I saw in magazines, they were all black and white. I Love Lucy, black and white. Andy Griffith, black and white. The Monsters, black and white. It wasn't until basically the mid-1960s that the world discovered color. So I figured my grandparents lived in a black and white world. My great-grandparents lived in a black and white world. I figured the American Revolution was in black and white. The Roman Empire, black and white. I mean, don't get me wrong. I knew there was color. I mean, most of the shows I did watch were color. But things like the syndicated shows, Adam's Family, Munsters, Andy Griffith, all that stuff was black and white. All the old movies my mother loved, black and white. 
So I just kind of got it in my head that the world in olden days, it was black and white. I told you these were ridiculous. I didn't say I was the smartest kid. I'm just telling you what I thought. So yeah, I had this big world view of a black and white world. That's the only thing that existed before I was around. And then I had little everyday worries too. Like I was afraid to take baths. Why? I didn't want to get stuck in the drain. Seriously. I was afraid that if I was too close to the drain, a toe, a finger, my elbow, my butt cheek, something would get stuck and I'd never get out. I'd be stuck there forever. So yeah, when the drain was draining, had to be really careful. Didn't want to get stuck. My worldview also covered teachers, of course, because teachers were a big part of my life as a kid. You went to school every day. You saw your teacher every day. You left at the end of the day. You went home. You did your thing. Went to sleep. Got up the next day. Went back to school. Teacher was there. Rinse and repeat. So, of course, logically, the only place that I ever saw a teacher was at the school. I figured teacher lived at the school. I would try to figure out where. Maybe in the janitor's closet there was a bed. Maybe her desk converted into a bed. I didn't know. I just figured, well, she lives here. There's a cafeteria. Food's there. Probably doesn't watch much TV. I don't see any TVs. But yeah, they live here. Sure. It's kid logic. I'm telling you. That's the way my mind worked. My mind also worked weirdly when it came to traffic lights. I truly believed that there was a little office or a little booth near the traffic intersection where the lights were and that there was a guy pushing buttons in there. And he would turn the traffic light red or green or yellow, depending on his mood. And it was totally in his control as to when he would make those changes. And I would spend time looking around for the little booth. I mean, I didn't see any wires, but I saw there was a pole and I knew the light could change. And I figured there's got to be a guy with buttons or a switch or something. And it always seemed like the light turned at the wrong time. Like the guy was playing with us. Like he could see us coming down the road. (laughs) Gonna hit them with a red light. Figured it had to be kind of a high perch somewhere. That's the way my mind worked. Now, in researching this episode, I discovered that some people believed that there was little tiny people living in the light. And they would flick the light when cars would come. Now, to me, that makes no sense. Mine makes much more sense, a little booth by the traffic intersection. Never mind that you never saw a little booth near the traffic intersection. But in my mind, little people's ridiculous. A guy in a booth? That makes much more sense. Now, as I've mentioned many times, I grew up in the woods. We had a lot of critters who would make their passages through the house or through the driveway or in and around the yard. And amongst them, toads. You don't touch toads. You know that, right? Kid knowledge, it's a fact. Touching toads will give you warts. We all knew it. Don't know where it came from, but we all knew it. Touching frogs, almost as bad. Now, I had friends who liked to catch frogs, liked to catch toads. I was not one of those kids. It was slimy and gross. So I didn't want to touch it anyway, but the fact that I could get warts from it, (laughs) I'm out. See ya. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I was not going to be touching any toads or frogs when I was a kid. One of the other pieces of kid knowledge, chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Now, I didn't really believe this, but I heard it. And I remember saying, well, that doesn't make sense because we have chocolate powder at the house. Nestle Quick. Put that in a cup of milk. Boom. But there was enough kids who believed that, that I had to give it some consideration. I never came to that belief, but it was out there. And it was one of those that I didn't have enough confidence to say, you guys are crazy. Now I do. But as a kid, maybe. Here's another one I had. Alligators lived in the sewer. And if you weren't careful, they would come up through the pipes and bite your butt while you were on the toilet. Yeah, I believe that. Absolutely. 
Never mind that we didn't live in a town with a sewer. I grew up with a septic tank. I didn't make that distinction. All I knew is that we had a bathroom, and I'd heard that alligators live in the sewer pipes, and they will come and bite your butt. Alligators and snakes, by the way. Snakes will do that too. I mean, as an adult, I can look at it and go, well, it's a psychological thing about being vulnerable. As a kid, I just figured something was going to bite my butt when I wasn't looking. It didn't keep me from going to the bathroom. It just made me a little wary. I was also scared off of cracking my knuckles. Kids knew this. I remember some teachers saying it too. If you crack your knuckles, you'll get arthritis in your old age. Now, they tell me that's not true. I don't know because I, A, couldn't crack my knuckles, and B, wouldn't have tried it if I could because they put the fear of God into me as a child. Don't crack your knuckles. No, 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 my God. Cracking my knuckles was not something I could do or would do because I didn't want to get arthritis. And everybody knew that that could happen. Another one that I believed, and you know what? I firmly believe this is where the Toy Story movies came from. I believe that when I left the house... My stuffed animals had a little life of their own. My little stuffed bear and my little stuffed dog would talk to each other. I don't think they were plotting anything, but I thought that they had some kind of a hidden life where they would play and romp on the bed together. <laughs> He's not here. I figured I'd put them together on the bed when I left the room, and that way they could play together when I was at school or had to go to grandma's or wherever. Yeah, I projected personalities on my stuffed animals, and I figured they'd enjoy each other's company. And I'm telling you, that's where Toy Story came from. So there you have evidence of my weirdness. That's all stuff that I own. Yes, I do. I own all of that. That's me. That's all of my beliefs. Absolutely. At one point or another in my life, that's the list of ridiculous stuff that I held firmly to be true. And I know I'm not the only one. I looked it up. Other people thought the same kind of stuff. There's other weird stuff, though, that people believe, too. You may know some of these. I didn't know all of these, although they make sense. Like, I never thought of LMNOP as a word, but if you do the alphabet song, LMNOP, it could be a word. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, LMNOP. It makes perfect sense. LMNOP is a word. People believe that. Now, I'd never heard that people believed that the guy in the Mickey Mouse costume at Disney World was actually Mickey Mouse. But apparently some did, which makes perfect sense because I believed that Santa's helpers were working in department stores. So it's not far-fetched to believe that Mickey Mouse was actually visiting Disney World. I totally get that. I also totally get the belief that the moon follows you. Yeah, have you heard this one? I never thought of this one, probably because my mom was into astronomy. So my mom explained all this. The moon moves around the earth. The earth moves around the sun. So I understood the relationship. But I also realize if you look out the window as you're driving along in your car, no matter which way you look, the moon is right there, same size. If you turn, it's like it's turning with you. It's like keeping an eye on you. I totally get that. What about people who die in movies? You ever hear this one? Some folks believe if they died in the movie, they're dead. I never thought of that because my mom made it clear it's just a movie. Maybe she made it clear because I was worried, so she wanted to disabuse me of that notion. But yeah, some people believe that. Now, this one is mostly girls, I think, because I didn't have dolls, but I found out some kids believe that if you give your doll a haircut, the hair will grow back. I mean, yours does. Makes perfect sense. If you believe your doll's alive and you give it a haircut, of course the hair will come back. Why wouldn't it? And if I had dolls, I probably would have tried that. Well, we'll give them a buzz cut today. Next week, we'll try something else. It makes a certain amount of sense. I also totally get the one where people believe that the entire state of Pennsylvania is made of pencils. It makes sense. Pennsylvania? Pencils? Yep. Checks out. 
Another one that I read about, I actually saw it in the movie Grown Ups, which, by the way, horrible movie. I'm sure there's some fans out there. I'm not one of them. But to keep you from peeing in the pool, you were told that there's a special chemical and they put it in the water and it would turn blue or red or some horrible color to show that somebody was peeing in the pool and it would trace itself back to you. I mean, I can see why they tell you that. So you don't pee in the pool. I never heard that one, though. But yeah, apparently some kids believe that. You know, that's probably a great chemical they should develop now that I think about it. There's another one I read about which didn't really affect me because I didn't really believe that there were monsters under the bed or monsters in the closet. My fears and nightmares were probably a little more realistic. My life was hard enough. I didn't need to worry about monsters and critters under the bed and in the closet. I was just worried about the kids abusing me at school. My real-life monsters were scary enough, so I didn't worry about fake monsters. But I read that one of the facts of kid life, for some, was that you'd have to turn the lights off and then sprint for the bed. Because as long as you were running, the monsters couldn't get you. But if you turned off the light and paused, (laughs) oh, you were lunch. Now, I didn't deal with that one, but I could see that it makes sense. If you're worried about monsters, there are certain rules that you have to abide by. Standing still, not a good choice when there's monsters in the room or the closet or under the bed. Hit those lights and hit the sheets. Now, another one that kids grew up with, kid fact, dogs never die. They just go to a farm in the country. That's kind of a borderline old wives tale slash kid fact, the gospel according to kids, whatever you want to call it. And that comes from parents not wanting to break it to their kids that the dog is dead. Oh, Rover didn't die. He was just getting older and we wanted to give him room to run around. I mean, I get that. You want to spare the kids' feelings. My parents didn't spare our feelings. We lost pets. My parents made it clear. Things die. Pets die. People die. Maybe that's why I deal with it a little differently than some. I mean, I get upset. I have lost pets and people as an adult, and it's horrible. But my parents never sent the dog to the farm. Well, gamer dude, the dog's dead. It didn't go quite like that. But the dog never went to a farm. But yeah, for kids, dogs always live on the farm for the rest of their lives, which go on eternally. And every kid knew it. So that's a bunch of child knowledge that I didn't have, but I discovered, and it makes perfect sense to me. I promised you at the beginning that I was going to close with the one piece of child knowledge that every kid has, and that we all universally find out was completely ridiculous. That piece of knowledge is this. Adults have the world figured out and will always know what to do. I knew that as a kid. Well, dad'll know what to do. Well, mom will fix this. As a kid, we always knew our parents knew everything, and they could fix any problem. We knew the parents knew how to get through life, how to make right choices, how not to do stupid things. And then, as we ourselves have become adults, we realize you never figure everything out. You never know what to do. You never know what the right choices are. Most of the time, I'm making it up as I go along. What I've learned to do is make it look like I know what's going on. And that's the skill we all develop as we go from kid to grown-up. We may not know what's going on, but we sure do learn how to make it look like we know what's going on. And I think that's most of the battle right there. What's the phrase, fake it till you make it? As an adult, I've mastered that skill. And one of the secrets, never let your kids know you don't know what you're doing. That's how they can keep that belief until they're adults too. It's a self-perpetuating thing, I know, but it works. So there you have it, some kid knowledge, some ridiculous beliefs, further confirmation that I'm a weird dude, as if you had any doubt. But you know what? We're all weird. 
We've all had our weird little beliefs. We've all thought crazy things. Thankfully, most of us have grown out of that. And we've realized, oh yeah, maybe there aren't sharks in the deep end. But for me, it's fun looking back on some of that stuff and saying, oh yeah, I remember that. Why on earth did I ever think that? And I do have to tell you, I'm really kind of disappointed that quicksand isn't more of a thing. Honest to God, because I have my escape plan all set out. And now I'll never get a chance to use it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Storytime. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of things. As always, I can't thank you enough for your support, and I appreciate all the time you spend here. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.